noticed they were getting a lot more forgetful, so they decided to go to the doctor. The doctor told them that they should start writing things down so they don't forget. They went home, and the old lady told her husband to get a bowl of ice cream. You might want to write it down, she said. The husband said, no, I can remember that you want a bowl of ice cream. So then told her hus- she then told her husband she wanted a bowl of ice cream with whipped cream. Write it down, she told him. Again, he said, no, no, I can remember you want a bowl of ice cream with whipped cream. Then the old lady said she wants a bowl of ice cream with whipped cream and a cherry on top. Write it down, she told her husband. And again, he said, no, I got it. You want a bowl of ice cream with whipped cream and a cherry on top. So he goes to get the ice cream and spends an unusually long time in the kitchen, over 30 minutes. He comes out to his wife and hands her a plate of eggs and bacon. The old wife stares at a plate for a moment, looks at the husband and says, where's the toast? Good morning. <laughs> this is Pod Bros. Ridiculous. <laughs> a production of Sound Bros Productions. Indeed. I figured we'd start things off a little bit different this morning. Uh, we're here in the Quad City area uh, coming at you from Facebook, Podbean, Spotify, iTunes, iTunes Google, Google Play, Play, YouTube, and YouTube. Yay! Yay! When did ever raising your hands and screaming ever get me to change my mind? Uh, uh, did you hear about the kid, uh, the kidnapping at the school? No, what happened? He's okay. He woke up. Um, so, I've decided that um, just because of my current personal uh, uh, body structure, yes. I'm going to change the name of my toilet. So I'm no longer calling it the John. I'm calling it the gym. That way, it sounds much better when I say I have to go to the gym in the morning. Ridiculous. Uh, it's a little Catholic school cafeteria, and a nun places a note in front of a pile of apples. Only take one. God is watching, said the note. <laughs> Further down on the line is a pile of cookies, and a little boy makes his own note. Take as many as you want. God's watching the apples. <laughs> oh, man. That's good. So, uh, good morning once again. Thank you for joining us. Glad you're here. Um, it's the early morning. I sound like I've just woken up and gotten out of bed. Because you have? Um, no, I've been up for a while, but my nose does this thing where um, it doesn't allow my voice to sound like a normal voice. You know, for hours until I'm awake or I had... Some hot liquid or something poured down you my throat. You haven't had your morning so tea yet? I haven't actually had my morning tea. I haven't had my morning tea in a couple of days. Why not? Um, I'm just trying to change things up a little bit. Um, I do have in front of me, however, uh, a night before Christmas. Yes. Or, I'm sorry, <clears throat> the night before Christmas. Uh, this was given to us uh, by our uh, very good friend, Stacy, 
um, who uh, wants us to read this dramatically. It was it was actually really funny. <clears throat> so yeah, tell us tell us that story. How did that? Come so about? Uh, so the church I go to come has has, uh, has church on Sunday and Wednesday, uh, Sunday morning and Sunday night, and then Wednesday night. Um, and so I was at church last night. And after church was over, I was having a very in-depth conversation about uh, electrical theory uh, with a very good friend of mine. Um, and <laughs> uh, Stacy walked up to me and presented the book to me. <laughs> it was really funny. <laughs> so uh, we're gonna we're gonna read this. Um, I'm gonna read this here shortly uh, at some point during this this production today if there are any other books that anyone would like us uh christmas books or christmas stories they would like us to read um we will do that and uh and we'll do the uh i will do the dramatic um as close as i can get to well morgan the nasally freeman. dramatic this the, time. As, as close as i can get to morgan freeman or um or uh james earl jones as i can you know the uh just the you know can you the production do james earl jones? no i can't do james earl jones he doesn't even know me. He's kind of an amazing voice. There is um there there's he's in a bracket by himself, I think. Yeah. On uh, on on voices. And um you know, I mean, I, how many people can be Darth Vader, you know, and still think it's a white guy? Well, you know, it was a white guy in the suit both times. It was actually, in both times with a black voice. So, let's uh let's just take that state take that racism. And put it in your pipe and smoke it. I don't even know. This is what happens when I wake up early in the morning. Have you ever, have you ever seen the the behind the scenes of the guy doing the voice who was in the suit? No, it's it's terrible. Is it horrible? It's terrible. Yeah, <laughs> I'm pretty sure that after they filmed that scene, you know the scene where Luke, he's I am your father. No, 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 no. Where he's like, uh, where he's got the the guy, the ship captain. And he's like, and he's, you know, he's got him by the, by the neck and he's, he's like, choking him out. Tear, where are the rebel, where are the plans? Tear the ship apart. And he throws him against the wall. Yeah. So that's the scene that I've seen at least. Okay. That's one of the few scenes I've seen with the guy. Who with the was guy actually the doing the voice. Doing the voice. And I'm pretty sure that George Lucas filmed that scene and was like, good God, God. we have <laughs> to get a different voice. <laughs> Where are the where are the rebel plants? Tear the <laughs> ship apart. <laughs> well, it didn't sound like a smoker, but yeah, well, I sound like a smoker in the mornings. It's horrible. Uh, I got another funny joke because I found a bunch of them. So, a husband and wife are driving through Louisiana, um, and they're approaching the Natachuchis. The Natachuchis. Yeah, I, I think that's how you say it. Um, they started arguing because of how odd it is to say the production of the town. They argued back and forth, and they stopped for lunch at the counter. The husband asked the blonde waitress, "Before we order, could you please settle an argument for us? Would you please pronounce where we are very slowly?" She leaned over the counter and said, "Burger King." <laughs> That was good. That was really good. Uh, I just I keep finding these ones that are just like, oh my gosh. A math math teacher asked oh, their students, man. 
If I have five bottles in one hand and six in the other, what do I have? And one of the kids raised their hand. A drinking problem. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, wow. <laughs> that was good. Oh, uh, that was, a, yeah. Uh, do you have any? Let's get, I know it's only like two minutes into the show, but we should do, uh, we should do the, the, the news. The, the weather. News? The weather? What? Good. Oh. Uh, I keep saying let's not do shows in the morning, but no. Actually, it works out. We have it's to like we have other stuff we have to do today or something. I know work fun. Um, actually, side note, uh, we're gonna have Eric on the show tomorrow. Um, I have no idea what we're gonna talk about yet. Probably Star Wars. Um, probably Star Wars and Jumanji and a bunch of other things. Um, and uh, we're gonna probably do that show early too. Mm. Like eight o'clock early, I think. Mm, why? Uh, because I have to go do that other thing. Oh, that's right. You have to go do the other thing with that other stuff with the what's it with, with the guy and the with girl with the face with spiky hair with spiky Here's hair. It's that one thing. It's that one thing. Guess I can code. <laughs> All right. So the uh, the weather. It's thirty two degrees right now outside. Um, it is clear. Like clear, clear outside. It's kind of crazy. I like clear weather. Except for, I really am hoping for that. Uh, um, yeah, so that it's supposed white, to be clear until Christmas. it's supposed to be clear until Friday evening. Christmas, Christmas and then this, time. This storm Here. is supposed to blow in, and it's supposed to get more and more cloudy. And then my phone dinged on Monday morning. It's going to begin snowing and raining. It's always a good sign when it rains first. Uh, because the rain drops the temperature down enough so that it can start snowing. Yep. So uh, it's gonna. It's very slight though on Monday morning. It it probably won't really start until Monday night is what they're saying. But my guess is it probably won't even be until like Tuesday. It'll probably be like sometime on Tuesday that it'll start raining. Um, I you know of course weather is weather is all about predictions. True. And, and not being accurate. Well, it's trying. To, you're trying to be accurate. You're using, you're using the the math and the, or you're using the data that's being collected, right? Um, and you're comparing it to the norm of the area, and so I'm looking at what they're saying, and I haven't looked at, looked at the data yet. But based on the last storm that they predicted, which was Thanksgiving, they predicted it was going to start on Wednesday, and it didn't start until Thursday evening. Right. So. Yeah. There's that. Why did Adele cross the road? Why? Hello from the other side. <laughs> it's so stupid. It was stupid. Ridiculous. <laughs> um, you, wait, are you talking about a computer? Adele? Adele, yes. This it's is, a, the new, it's this the is new, Adele. That is Adele. Um, it's the new uh, the startup song for 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 your Adele. <laughs> Uh, so yeah, uh, so yeah, then it's gonna increase and increase and increase, and on Christmas Day it should be snowing actually on Christmas Day. I keep having people tell me that I have a body of a Greek god, and I have to keep reminding people that Buddha is not Greek. <laughs> uh, anyway. Wait, which Buddha? There's more than one Buddha. The fat one that's in the poster. So the Chinese Buddha. Sure, whatever. Because the Indian Buddha is not fat. Oh, of course he's not fat. They're starving. Well, it's because they don't need any cows. Yeah, that's terrible the way to live. I like beef. 
haven't had beef in a while, actually. I had pork last night. I had uh, I had um, uh, pad thai. Yeah. And I got the pork instead of the chicken. Oh my gosh, it was so good with uh, Thai iced tea. Delicious. Ooh, Thai tea. So yeah, I had a uh, pork need to, Thai I still need tea. To try my and, experiment uh, with that Thai we tea. We do need to. Um, and then I went and I splurged and I got the uh, my my Achilles heel when it comes to cookies. What happened to the story I just had? I don't know. But you want to hear about my Achilles heel when it comes to cookies? Uh, sure. Golden double stuffed Oreos. Ooh. They're so good. No, 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 no. They're good. You ever had the uh, most stuffed Oreos? They're too much. The mega stuffed? No, no, no. They're not mega stuffed. They're called the most stuffed Oreos. How big are they? They're twice the size of the mega stuffed Oreos. It's ridiculous. I took two of them and did what you do with Oreos <laughs> and made them twice as big. A double most stuffed. It was awesome. <laughs> so ridiculous. Oh, man. I am really mad because the story that I had is gone. Freaking crap. Uh, great. Well, I, I guess I can tell you about it. It was a cool story. It was about, it was about, um, flies. So, apparently there is, um, so there, there's a, uh, something that Europeans discovered when they moved to the New World was that there are these ridiculously nasty flies that live in America, the Americas. That are flesh-eating flies. Um, and they lay their larvae in any kind of cut or wound on an animal. And it's so that the larva has something to eat. And it'll actually, it, it, if it's not treated right away, like if you don't catch it like right away, right away, it can actually kill you. Wow. Um, and in the early part of the 20th century... Actually, before 1966, um, the beef industry in North in the United States alone, not including Mexico and any other countries that that have uh, large beef production, um, they suffered like something like 20 million dollars in in losses every year from these flies. Wow! Yeah. So um, the the uh, the USDA launched this program to eradicate the flies. And the way they do it is they release... Um, I, I, of course, I lost the article, so I don't know the specific number. But some ridiculous number like millions of flies a day, uh, a week or a day or something like that. But they're, uh, they breed... You okay over there, bud? Yeah, I'm good. Okay. They uh so what they do is they they have this giant factory that they breed the flies in. Um and they have like milk and like rotten old milk, like expired milk and uh rotten meat and stuff like that. 
that is it's all they have it all it's all controlled it's all in a controlled environment and they breed all these flies and then they irradiate them so they're all sterile oh wow and then they release them into the wild why do they do that? What, so, what is the point of doing that? A, a, uh, because I thought flies only lived. <clears throat> I thought flies only lived twenty four hours. So a house fly lives for twenty four hours, but these are, uh, and I've, of course the name was on there, and I can't remember what the name is now either. They're like bot flies or something. I forget what they're called. They're not bot flies. Sorry. They're, um, but they're like the giant flies. Okay. You ever seen like those huge, huge So they breed flies? them, irradiate them, and free them into the wild so, for what purpose? So flies, these flies live for three weeks. They have a three-week lifespan. Female flies breed once in that three-week period. So they release, I think it's like 20 million or 30 million or something like that, um, uh, irradiated, sterile male flies. Okay. So they mate with the sterile fly and don't reproduce. Nice. And apparently it is it is the most success, successful uh, entomologically fueled um, project in the world. Wow. Um, they, eradi- they irradiated, or they, sorry, not irradiated, they eradicated... All of these flies from the mainland of the U.S. Wow. in 1966. And then from there, working with all of these South American, uh, the Central American countries, North America, Central American countries, yeah, yeah. step by step eradicated all of these flies from Mexico and Honduras and Nicaragua and all the way down to Panama. And uh, now they're, they're working on... Uh, Colombia, I think, is the next one down on the other side on the south in South America. Wow, um, but Panama is where it's the it's actually a joint effort between the U.S. and the Panamanian government. Gotcha. Have been have been working on this for I think they've been doing it for twenty five years. They have a factory in in Panama, uh, just right next to the Panama Canal, actually, and they it's this big factory with a green roof on it. You know, they describe it, of course, in there because it's a dramatic story, but. They breed these flies, and it it, tur- it it ends up being like something like a couple billion a year that they release. Um, That's incredible. But it it has it's so successful that um, uh, there's a there's other fl- you know flies insects carry diseases. Right. Yeah. And so in um, so are they going to start doing that with like mosquitoes and stuff? I don't think it works the same way with mosquitoes. Okay. As it does with flies, or it's it's maybe it's more difficult to do with. Well, mosquitoes, I would but... say mosquitoes probably because mos- would be harder because mosquitoes transfer by landing on one person, right. taking their blood to somebody else. You can't right. control that. So, um, but they are it's, hence um, malaria. Right? What's uh, dang it, it Zanzibar, in uh, in Africa. Zanzibar. Yeah, in Sorry. Africa. Yeah. Um, apparently, they have some serious issues there with a specific kind of fly. That transmits a like a, a sleep disease to humans. Okay. And apparently they've started using this method, and it's working. Excellent. So that's really cool. Um, yeah, it's kind of a. It was you know it was like <laughs> the article grabbed my attention because the the title of it was, you know, people ask me what I do with my life, and I tell them I work for the government making flesh eating bacteria. 
Wow. Because, you know, they make, they're spawning the larvae, which are micro, almost microscopic. When a, when a larva is laid, you can't see it unless you have a microscope. Yeah, they're so tiny. So. Um, they're so tiny. Um, so I have a story for you. So, yeah. Um, I would say that that is a very um, successful way of being a steward of the earth. I agree, actually, 100%. This story, however, is not a successful way. Okay, I'm ready. Uh, during lunch at work, uh, ate three plate of beans, which I knew I shouldn't. Uh, when I got home, my wife seemed very excited to see me and exclaimed um, delightedly, uh, Honey, I have a surprise for dinner tonight. She then blindfolded me, led me to a chair at the dinner table. <clears throat> I took a seat and just was about to remove the blindfold when the telephone rang. She made me promise not to touch the blindfold until she returned and went to answer the call. The beans I had consumed were affecting me. So, while my wife was out of the room, I seized my opportunity. Shifted my weight to one leg and let one go. It was not only loud, but it, sold, it smelled like a fertilizer truck running over a skunk in front of a garbage dump. Good God. Uh, I took my napkin from my lap, fanned the air around me vigorously, then shifted to the other leg and ripped off three more. <clears throat> Keeping my ca- my ears carefully attuned to the conversation in the other room, I went on releasing atomic bombs, bombs like this for another few minutes. The, uh, the relief was indescribable. Eventually, the telephone farewell signaled to the end of my freedom, so I quickly fanned the air a few more times with my napkin, placed it on my lap, and folded my hands back on what on on it, feeling very relieved and pleased with myself. My face must have been the picture of innocence when my wife returned, apologizing for taking so long. She asked if I had peeked through the blindfold. I assured her that I had not. At this point, she removed the blindfold, and 12 dinner guests seated around the table with their hands to their noses chorused, Happy Birthday! <laughs> Uh, yeah, good. so good, so good. Some sometimes you just you know, <laughs> gotta let one go. Uh, when the teacher asks you which book has helped you the most in your life, my father's checkbook. It's true, but who writes checks anymore? Oh, right. Yeah, nobody writes a check anymore. Ooh, that's fun. Delete. McDonald's was telling me that I should use their app more. What I want to know is how did they know that I was at McDonald's the other day and didn't use the app? Okay, all right, I have to tell the joke. And this one's um. This one's a little bit on the borderline. So, um, uh, public service announcement to parents. <laughs> Three dead men go to hell at the same time. Okay. A white man, a Chinese man, and a Mexican man. Okay. Satan tells them that they can only leave hell if they can if he can't do what they ask for. They give him a task, and if he can't complete it, then they can leave. Okay. Not not realistic, but okay. Not realistic yet. Okay. So the white man asks for the fastest sports car in the world. Easy. The Chinese man asks for the most advanced computer in the world. He also Easy. Goes to hell. The Mexican man takes a glass soda bottle, farts into it, closes the lid, pokes many holes on the lid, asks Satan which hole the fart came out of. 
After pointing to every hole on the lid, the Mexican turns around, points to his butt, and says, Nope, this one. Uh, <laughs> oh, man. All right. So. I thought it was funny. It was really not that funny. Oh. It was kind of crappy. I was wondering why. Uh-huh. The... Oh. Uh-huh. <laughs> Poop jokes. Uh-huh. Poop jokes. I was wondering why the ball kept getting bigger and bigger. And then it hit me. Mm. Anyway. Um, I don't know where, where are we where are we going with that. That fly story was really cool, though. It was. Um, Science, Meredith. Oh, sorry. That, well, who's, it's true. Who's Meredith? It's true. Um. So you know, there's actually there's actually a couple different groups that do stuff like that on a regular basis. That do sciencey stuff. That do science stuff that actually works. And I I feel like. The other people that are doing science stuff that doesn't work, or they're just like talking out of their uh, other area of their body, um, out of their fart joke. Yep. That I, I feel like it's almost like an insult. Like when someone who's like a a, a disaster theorist, who you know is talking about how the polar ice caps are going to melt and the the sea levels are going to rise and blah 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 blah, you know all that crap. Yeah, yeah. I feel like. Someone like that is like a major insult to someone who is like a meteorologist. Okay. Who's gone to school to learn how meteorology works, who knows how weather works. They're really good at doing weather. And then then you got this yahoo who's like, the world is going to melt. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, uh, hey, bro, uh, the polar ice caps melt every year. Because the Earth does this crazy thing where it warms up in the summertime. <gasps> crazy talk. So I think, not today, because I need to do some research on Not it. today! But I want to start doing a little bit of a segment where we highlight um, um, unsung, I think is the best term, unsung scientists. Unsung scientists? Unsung scientists. Because I've been seeing a lot of, uh, I've been seeing a lot of like, Articles that pop up and then they disappear about like, cause we hear, okay. So we talked uh, a couple weeks, a couple weeks ago uh, or a couple days ago or whatever, however you want to look at it. A couple episodes ago. I'm sorry about that. About Greta Thornburg, this uh, obnoxious Swedish mm-hmm. uh, uh, person, uh, you know, times person of the year, child garbage, of the year. child of the year. Um, and I was reading an article about a scientist and I'm, I've been trying to find her name, um, but she is, and an an award winning scientist that um, is like an actual scientist that has like proofed and been published and all this stuff and and straight up says oh yeah yeah global warming is a hoax like the climate change thing is a, a waste of time um, and so but the, she's also more than just that it's, it's, she's it's not proofed it it's not pr- what's not proofed the word isn't proofed what is it. Her, her information is falsifiable. Oh, okay, yeah, I'm sorry. Is the actual term you're looking so, for. So, and so there's... And for those of you who, who don't know what that means, falsifiable doesn't mean that it's false. It means that it can be proven. Someone else can take your research... And prove it. And prove it. So it's falsifiable. It's falsifiable. That, that makes sense. 
So, um, so there's there's her, and there's another one that developed this enzyme that literally eats plastic and releases carb, uh, releases uh, CO two or something like that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, it just like literally can solve these problems. Quote strong, strong air co- quotes. Problems. There of, is there is a serious issue with plastic in the ocean. Okay. Don't don't misunderstand that there it's not let me it's okay. not it's not our problem. Yeah, let me let me clarify. Let me clarify. When I say problem with plastic in the ocean, I'm not talking about America. Because we don't actually put any plastic in the ocean almost at all. We actually don't put plastic anywhere. Yeah, we really don't. We're, we're at the point. As a matter of fact, we clean the plastic out of the ocean that shows up on our shores, which is, from what I was gathering, rare. Yeah, yeah. It's the the uh, the currents actually. The way the currents work in the ocean is that it ends up in the middle of the ocean. There's actually these islands of plastic. It's quite disturbing and disgusting, actually. Really? Um, yeah, they really they call them. They're like floating garbage islands, out wow. in the middle of the ocean. That's plastic and all this nasty trash. And so this is a classic lesson in the difference between a free market um, pseudo, society. pseudo-capitalist society and a socialist communist society. Okay. In a free market system. Yay, more politics. No, this is a... I'm, I'm just this kidding. This is an understanding I'm of kidding. things. In a free market system, even actually even in a capitalist system, you have this. Um, you have wealthy people that own beachfront property. Do you really think that wealthy people who own beachfront property are going to dump trash on their beach? Absolutely not. I want my I want my beach to be beautiful and wonderful so that I can go play on it because it cost me a lot of money. And I'm going to make sure that the entire beach is nice on, and pleasant on both sides, so that I don't so have that I don't have trash spot yeah. washing up on my beach. Exactly. But you go to a place where their socialism or communism is how the is how the system is run, and you have very little to no wealthy people, and none of them own beachfront property, and so the government says dump trash on the beach, and the people say we don't care, go right ahead, or they say we do care, but we can do nothing about it. Exactly, and then and you have all of these third world countries yeah. that have bought into this socialist style of living. And or uh, or a dictatorial style of living, and the government just dumps their trash on the on the on the beach. Yeah, and the and it washes out to sea, and out of sight, out of mind. I don't care. Yeah, it's not my problem anymore. And now all you have to do is read any national news, and you know, hey, we can dump our trash on the beach, and the U.S. will feel like it's their problem, and attack their own people about it. And ban straws. Terrible, terrible straws. Terrible straws. Evil. I have an automatic straw dispenser. It's a semi-automatic. It's an assault straw dispenser. It's great. Mm. Does it have a high-capacity magazine? With oh, over heck 10, yes. It puts with over a, 10 rounds? 100. I can put 100 straws in it. Oh, my gosh. I know. I'm a menace to society. At least California. Well, I'm a menace to California society for a whole lot of other reasons. I'm wearing a menace to California society <clears throat> on me right now. Ooh, very nice. I'm not, but mine's close, so that's good. That's because you're not wearing anything but your chones. I, I'm. Yeah. 
It's radio. You're not supposed to tell people that stuff. Yeah, but people don't know that I'm actually that. That's actually what's happening. That is true because it's radio. Um. <laughs> no, no, you're not. Because if you were, I would not be here right <laughs> now. You'd be, be doing the ready. podcast by yourself. Oh, wow. so fair warning to everyone. Don't come over. <laughs> if Luke is doing a podcast by himself, you know why. <laughs> you know. <laughs> great, great. And now the one time that I'm going to have to do it for whatever reason, everybody's going to be like, well, we know why he's doing a podcast by himself. <laughs> why doesn't he ever have any special guests when Nick's gone? <laughs> Get back behind that partition. <laughs> it's the bottom of the hour. Oh, you smear, you shot him. <laughs> Gosh, man. <laughs> It's the bottom of the hour. Oh, welcome once again. It's Pod, Pod Bros. Bros. <laughs> oh, um, a production of Sound Bros Productions. Esquire. <laughs> Gosh, you and your Esquire. Incorporated. Incorporated. Limited. We got to pick another thing to just say after that, just for fun. No, we don't. If you force it, it's not as fun. Oh. Well, this awkward silence was brought to you by, by me raining on Luke's parade. <laughs> uh, we are on Podbean, uh, Google Play, I- Spotify, iTunes. iTunes, Facebook, YouTube. Um, soon to be on YouTube. No, I'm just kidding. No, Actually, have you ever been to YouTube? I have once. It's a, it's a funny website. Um, uh, we talk about everything and anything and whatever interests our brains at the current moment. Um, it seems to be actually leaning a lot towards, uh, uh, like a little bit of politics, but in a, in a good way, hopefully informative. Um, I hope you're enjoying the show. Uh, what of it we can call a show. We have, uh, we have some good things coming up. We're going to be, um, we're building a recording studio here shortly, um, and getting that, uh, running so the, so that we'll be able to, uh, actually do some other stuff. Uh, working on a radio theater, um, which will be fun. Um, so uh, if anybody who listens uh, would like to be part of that, give us a holler, drop us a, drop us a note, and let us know. Um, thank you to everybody who listens and has given us suggestions on different things. Uh, we appreciate the input and the feedback. Um, we are uh, working towards uh, doing a live show. We're probably going to start that. After the first of the year, and we're going to probably start going live at about 4.30 in the afternoon, uh, right in time for you to get off of work and drive home, so you can hear it in the car, um, and then we'll have the, uh, uh, that'll actually be live on the Podbean app, uh, which means that if you log in and are listening, you'll be able to actually chat directly with us while we are live on the air. Um, so you want them to chat with us while they're driving? Well, if they if they're driving, if they're stopped somewhere and listening, or if they pull over and chat, I don't want you to get in trouble. I'm not a get out of jail free card. Um, I actually ran into the police officer last night who uh, you who, ran into him who pulled me over the other day. Well, Wait. we bumped into each other, but it was more of a hug with the car. No, oh, in person. Oh, okay. Yeah, um, and uh, and he he asked me because he hasn't. He hasn't started listening apparently to the podcast. He's like, "So did you talk about your your experience?" He's all, "Did you uh, did you did you talk about me?" And I was like, "I did." <laughs> so I got pulled over last night. Oh no! By Trooper Dan. By Trooper Dan. Awesome. And I gotta fix a ticket. Oh, for the uh, for the the 
debacle that is your back end of your car. Yes, indeed. <laughs> it should, was, we, we shouldn't talk it was, about we it, shouldn't talk about yesterday because last night was horrifically stupid. It was it was like a, a snafu after snafu. Well, starting with well, we're talking about it now. We might as well. Okay, so um, do you ever have that moment where you're just dumb? Yes. Okay. So I had that moment I, last night. I think night everyone does. Where I wasn't just dumb. I was um, supremely like savant dumb. Okay. And uh, so my car, the uh, the driver side lock doesn't, doesn't unlock. And I, it's not a powered lock. It's everything's manual in the car. So um, I had to, I have to unlock the passenger door, crawl through the car, unlock the driver door so that I can get into the car. Right. Not a big deal. Normally don't think about it. Well, last night... Um, I just changed the locks on my house. I've got one key to the house on my keychain with my car key. I unlock my passenger door. I crawl in, put the key in the ignition, click it to the accessory, get out of the car, lock the passenger door, walk around, and had forgotten to unlock the driver door. So in the wonderful freezing cold weather that was last night, I had locked myself out of the house, out of the car, and didn't have my extra keys on me to get into my other vehicle <laughs> or to get into my garage. So I was in the cold and the wind, freezing my nubs uh, for about, what, a half hour maybe? It was longer than that. Well, a half hour until you got there, and then it was at least another half hour. Mm-hmm. Of us trying to, uh, I, I initially tried to break the window on the car. Um, and found out that my window breaker that is on the back of my knife is worthless. You tried to break the little tiny window in the back of your car. Well, yeah, I didn't want to break the big window. Those are meant to break the big window. Yeah, well, the big window costs more to replace. So, I anyway, it was worthless on the tiny so, window. So okay. you say, from what I've heard people from people who replace windows on cars, Yeah. that window, the one you were trying to break, is actually the one that's the most to replace. Really? Because it's so uncommon. Oh, right, and tiny. Yeah. Okay, that makes sense. However, we ended up getting into the car. We did. And then I got pulled over. Yay! So we got into the car, and I went and got Chinese food, uh, Thai food. Um, I went and got Pad Thai, because it's delicious. Yeah, I... Uh... You, liked the th- you liked the Pad Thai, but the, the soup was too much for you the other day when we went. It wasn't too much, I just didn't like it. Uh, well, it's a unique soup. It, we, had the, uh, we had the mushroom... Uh, Tom Kaga, um, which is the mushroom coconut soup with lemongrass. So, yeah. It was, I like uh, it. It's quite so, delicious. So, when I got pulled over yesterday, it was terrible because um, it was right by that uh, the Fippin Museum. The roundabout by the Fippin Museum. Yeah. Okay. Um, and uh, so, I pulled in. There's like a little pull-off area right there at the, at the trailhead that's next to the Fippin Museum. Oh, yeah. On the other side. So, I pulled in there. You know, he flipped his lights on as soon as I hit my brakes, of course. Because that's what is the problem. That's what the problem is. And uh, and so I'm sitting there, and I'm like, all right. You know, they normally come to the driver window, so I roll down my driver window. Oh, no, they've been coming to the passenger window. And so he walks up to the passenger window. So I'm like, crap. So I roll down the passenger window. And I'm not, I, of course, not thinking about it. I turn my car back off without rolling up the driver window side. So now you have a cross breeze. So... Now I'm sitting there with the cross breeze, and it was terrible for, like, I don't know. It always feels like it's longer than it is. Yeah. 
It always feels like you're sitting there for like. 30 God, I minutes. was sitting here for an hour and a half. And was like, what do they have? Nothing else to do. And it was like ten minutes. Yeah, you know? yeah. Well, in his case, it took a little bit longer because he didn't want me to grab my license because it sits in the same bag as my uh, one of my firearms. Oh, and you told him? Well, of course. Yeah. Uh, he actually asked. So sometimes they ask, sometimes they don't. Uh, my car is pretty jacked up, so they usually ask me. Right, right. Um, Got but, any firearms in here? Yes, I have forty-seven thousand. Thank you. It was really funny because he was like. He was asking where I was like, do you have one in the glove box? And I'm like, no, actually, I don't. He's like, oh, I thought you would have one because you had one everywhere else. Actually, that is the one place I don't carry a gun in my car is well, in the glove box. It's because co- it's the, the place box. that people look. Because that's where everybody looks. You look in the glove box. You're not going to I have them everywhere else. else. <laughs> but anyway, so. I actually have more, I have more I, sharp, I, sharp I, objects in my car than I do guns. I appreciate a police officer. Or a law enforcement officer, because this was DPS who actually pulled me over. It was a wow. trooper, trooper that got me. Trooper Dan. Um, thank you, Trooper Dan, for doing your job. I did actually thank him when he was done. Yeah, I always thank the police officers. Um, Even he, when I get a ticket. he looked I, at I me weird. Him. It was like, what, have you never had someone thank you before? Come well, on, we man. live in a culture right now where people hate the police. That so. is true. But he, uh, I, I appreciate when a police officer pulls me over, and I either tell them I have a gun, or they ask me and I tell them I have a gun. Um, and they don't make a big deal about it. Yep. Uh, it, it, you know, it frustrates me. I appreciate me. it when they make a big deal about it on the good side. Where they say, thank you, appreciate you oh, being yeah, a yeah, yeah. citizen, stuff I like just, that. The, the, thing, the thing that bothers me, and I've had this happen a couple of times, was when it's like, all right, well, let's take care of that gun first. And they want you to get out of the car and they disarm you. And it's like, nope. What the heck, man? Yeah, nope, not going to do it. You're 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 pulling me over for for a minor nothing infraction, and you're doing it because you're trying to see if I'm a you know, if I'm a you know running drugs or whatever. And clearly I'm not. Why would why do you have to make a big issue out of this, you know? Yeah. And it's always that cop who's like over the top about it. It's like what are you what are you doing? Yeah. It well and and it's inevitably it's the ones that haven't quite figured out the whole. Guns are a good thing. Yeah, seriously. It's like... So... We're all on the same team here. Yeah, that's why I carry. Because of you guys. I I have noticed, though, that typically with DPS, with the troopers and with the sheriff's deputies, they are much more relaxed. Do we have any any sound sound effects? Do we have any, like, jingle bells or... Or sleigh bells or anything like that? Nope, I don't. Well, let's see if we can get some and maybe in post-edit we can add them into this. Or how much time do we have? Do you want me to add them in after the fact? Oh, we needed to leave. Oh, well, it doesn't matter. It's whatever. I just want it to be nice. We could wait until tomorrow to read it. Okay. Or we could read it today and then read it again tomorrow. We could do. We could read it both days. We just read it every day until Christmas. We could. Okay, so, or we could just not have the sound effects. Are you ready? Sure. You're not going to interject while I'm reading this, are you? I might. No interjecting. We're going to read all the way through, then interject at the end. Okay, here we go. The night before Christmas, a poem by Clement Moore. It would help if I got to the right page. Now who's interjecting? (laughs) I'm allowed to interject. I'm the one reading. 
<clears throat> Here we go. "'Twas the night before Christmas when all through the house not a creature was stirring, not even a mouse. The stockings were hung by the chimney with care, in hopes that St. Nicholas soon would be there. The children were nestled all snug in their beds, while visions of sugar plums danced in their heads. And Mama in her kerchief and I in my cap had just settled down for a long winter's nap. When out on the lawn there arose such a clatter, I sprang from my bed to see what was the matter. Away to the window I flew like a flash, tore open the shutters and threw up the sash. The moon on the breast of the new-fallen snow gave a luster of midday to the objects below. When what to my wandering eyes should appear but a miniature sleigh and eight tiny reindeer. With a little old driver so lively and quick, I knew in a moment it must be St. Nick. More rapid than eagles, his coursers, corsairs they came. He whistled and shouted and called them by, na by name. Now Dancer and Dancer, now Prancer and Vixen, on Comet, on Cupid, on Donner and Blitzen, to the top of the porch, to the top of the wall, now dash away, dash away, dash away all. Sorry, I apologize. I felt like I skipped a page. Ah, uh, to the top of the porch, to the top of the wall, now dash away, dash away, dash away all. As dry leaves that before the wild hurricane fly, when they meet with an obstacle, mount to the sky. So up to the housetop the corsairs they flew, with a sleigh full of toys, and St. Nicholas too. And then in a twinkling I heard on the roof the prancing and pawing of each little hoof. As I drew in my head and was turning around, down the chimney St. Nicholas came with a bound. As he dressed all in fur, from he was he was dressed all in fur. We should probably just read this again tomorrow. Because I've royally butchered it at this point. Yes, because you said dancer and dancer and didn't say dasher and dancer. Did I say dancer and dancer? Yep. So we're going to just go back and cut all of that out completely. What do you mean we're going to cut it out? No, we're going to leave it in. People are going to listen to you read the butchered version of the story. Okay, so should I finish the butchered version? Go for it. Okay. Uh, he fur. What are sugar plums? <laughs> that is a good question. Has been, that been bugging you? What the heck are sugar plums? Okay, so tomorrow we're going to read this in its entirety, and I'm not going to butcher and trip over the lines. My apology. My apologies. What I want to know also. Also, I need is what was I Santa doing on the front lawn? No, no, no. Here's the other question: miniature, a miniature sleigh on the front lawn. So, how big is Santa Claus? Is he tiny? Is that so he can fit in the chimney? How does he carry all the toys? I think it's. I think he's just super tiny. I Maybe. think the movie, the movie, a Santa Claus had it wrong. He didn't become a big jolly guy. He became a miniature jolly guy. Or maybe this whole story that you're reading was written by someone who was on a trip. Ooh. And they were just hallucinating the whole time. The night before Christmas, the drugged version. Because who the heck knows what sugar plums are? And sugar plums. And and a, they and were a, dreaming of sugar plums. And a long winter's nap. What is that? Just nighttime? I mean, come on here. Well, December twenty sixth is a few days after the winter solstice. Or the, Visions of sugar plums. The winter solstice. Dancing so. in their heads. 
I've never had a dream like that. What, what I, I want to know is, do sugar plums dance? I like how we didn't even get halfway through this what, before we stopped. What are they, what are they doing? <laughs> what and are I think these? It, I think it was because I, every time I looked up as I was reading, getting ready, because I, I don't just I don't just read the page. I'm also looking around because I'm not I'm not doing this traditional style where I actually have it on a thing in a booth and only focused on that. I actually have you in the corner of my eye, so I can look up and see. Nick's making faces and trying not to say anything. Um, so this, uh, <sighs> I am blaming 100% of this on Nick. Well, completely. I want to know what sugar plums yeah. are, and I want to know how they dance in people's heads. So I want to know why you would bound anywhere. Well, reindeer bound. Well, so oh, he came, bound out of bed. St. Nick came with a bound, right? Did he say he bounded out of bed? Did he? So my apologies to Stacy because she really wanted us to read this, and I'm going to have to read it through nicely uh, tomorrow. Um, but for now, my apologies on it. Because um, we're just going to tear this thing apart. Oh, no, he didn't bound. He sprang. Oh, he sprang. He sprang. Because I, wait, 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 wait. I sleep in bed Hold on. fully coiled and ready to Hold spring. On. Did he sprang or did he sprang? He sprang. Uh, I sprang. Oh, I could read it like that. Let's not read it like Went that. Went out on the lawn, there arose such a clatter. <laughs> I sprang from my bed to see what was the matter. <laughs> Away to the window, I flew like a flash. This is, this is Tore way... open the shutters and threw up the sash. This is this is way too... The moon on the breast of the new fallen snow gave luster to the midday objects below. When what to my wandering eyes should appear but a miniature sleigh and eight tiny reindeer. This is way too southern for me. I'm sorry. With a little old driver so lively and quick, I knew in a moment it must be old jolly old St. Nick. More rapid than eagles, his corsairs did and came. He whistled and shouted and called him by name. Now dashing and dancing, now prancing and vixen, on Comet, on Cupid, on Donna and Blitzen. I, I really, I you need to. This is just. Is I'm actually thoroughly enjoying this. This is this is a bit much. <laughs> Brother, please. I feel like maybe <laughs> we should do it in different versions. Cultural appro- cultural appropriation. That that is. You just defined white culture. <laughs> yes, I did. That's I. You know, I think it's offensive that people say that. I'm just going to say that right now because that is white culture. White culture is, is cultural, cultural appropriation. appropriation because it's a good thing. Because you bring everybody together and you mix it and you take the best and the good things of everything, and uh, <laughs> and you and you move them. So Nick Nick is like a cat with a laser. Um, there's light coming in this window and it's reflecting off my phone. And uh, and every time I move in the chair, it moves. And he was trying to find it, and I found it, and I have now moved it around the room. And he's laughing, ha ha ha. So uh, I, we we should do a couple different versions. And this we should, brother spoke not a we word. Should, yeah, we should but modify went straight to his work. Filled all the stockings, then turned with a jerk. We should modify the story for each different version we do. Then out on the Twas lawn. Twas the nizzle before crizzle. Then out on the lawn there arose such a clatter. So I grabbed my shotgun <laughs> to see what was the matter. <laughs> so we're going to rewrite a Christmas or uh, the night before Christmas um, redneck style. It wasn't Santa Claus. It was the neighbors from next door. I fired two blasts. <laughs> they ran like the wind. <laughs> then I went back to bed because I had already wrapped my presents because Santa's not real. The end. The end. <laughs> oh boy uh yeah maybe maybe, maybe. no you're not yeah, feeling maybe it? not i don't know 
I just, oh, I love, you know Sa- I love Santa Claus stories. <laughs> I arose from my bed to see what was the matter. <laughs> there arose such a, cl- oh, okay, it was such so, a loud noise. So what's out on the lawn is tomorrow. Oh my gosh. Tomorrow we're gonna read the night before Christmas, the correct dramatic way. <laughs> then we're gonna read the night before Christmas the, uh, su- the slightly darker skinned southern way. Um, then we're going to read it the northern uh, Wisconsin way. Oh, I love and the night before Christmas. Do, it's we might so do, good. We might do oh, the, sugar plums are my favorite. They're so delicious. We might do the... Uh, all right, Karen. Um, we might do the uh, the cowboy way because um, uh, this this could get out of hand and just be ridiculous. So uh, it might, uh, Nick, it, Nick it, is going to do that one because he, he could... It might be already out of hand. Oh, it's definitely out of hand. There's no question there. You know what it is? Is that this is written in a poem, and well, you just need to figure out the pentameter. I gotta find out the 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 the, the poemy of it. We could sing it. Let's not. We could get Andre in here and sing it. We we could do that, but let's not have you sing it. However, getting Andre in here is proving to be quite an issue. We're trying trying sugar plums, right? That's what they're called, sugar plums. Sugar plums. Yep. I think we're actually out of time. We got two minutes. Oh, wow. All right. Two minutes. A small round candy of flavored boiled sugar. Nice. Are they hard? Or are they like, are they like, are they like the gumdrops? Laying his finger aside his nose and giving a nod up the chimney he rose. It's because he was an alcoholic and he had to touch the side of his nose because it, no? No, no, no. It was. Ah, ah! Don't, don't be, be hasty. hasty. <laughs> <laughs> the salted pork is particularly Particu- good. The salted pork is particularly good. Uh, mm, salted, salted pork. <laughs> we are sitting on a field of victory, eating some well-earned spoils. Uh, for those of you no, who are wondering, no, no, no. Yeah, a distant relative and all. No. Ah, don't, don't be hasty. <laughs> so, in, inside joke, we are uh, we are Lord of the Fings, Lord of the Fings. Wow, I cannot talk today at all. Um, and so that's part of the problem here. I think with me reading this is that I'm clogged and I can't spoke. We are Lord of the Rings fans. Uh, we is are what Lord he was trying to fans, say, and, and that uh, is from the extended and we version. We thoroughly enjoy the movies. No, that was in the original. No, no, no. The scene where they're in his oh, in the room, in the room, in the room is from the extended version. The scene also where the extended version that is uh, one of my favorite scenes is the scene with uh, with Legolas and um, <laughs> so Gimli, Gimli having a drinking contest because it's just hysterical. Because there's nothing funnier in the world when you see a short little hairy dwarf. Played by one of my all-time favorite actors, John Rhys Davis, um, and I, I hope I'm saying that correctly, um, uh, is uh, when he sits there and he goes, "Remember, it's the dwarves that go swimming with little hairy." So he doesn't say it like that. He at all. does say it that way. Well, maybe not that way exactly. I'll have to pull up the clip. Anyway, so that is uh, the end of our show for today. Um, apologies. There were some funny, some, we had a, we had a semi crappy show today. So it's, I talked, we talked about farts and so poops on, a lot. on this, on this, it's saying that you can make it with, um, you can make it with almonds or plums 
or prunes or cherries or apricots. Apricot boiled down. So you so you so you boil the sugar, right? And then you coat whatever it is with sugar. With the sugar. So you can do almonds or so it's a hard candy. Actually, with a fruit inside. If if you didn't use almonds, all these other ones, it would probably be a fairly soft fruit. Okay, so we should do this with apricots because I love apricots. Or plums or prunes because I love actually prunes. all actually, of those. I like prunes. All of those except for almonds. Do you like prunes? That's just me. I'm not a. I like prunes. I like prunes. Wow. Prunes. Oh. And tunes. <laughs> and Are we ap- done? And I've ap- been trying to end the show for like the last five minutes. And apronauts. <laughs> So uh, this is why we don't do the show in the morning. Um, I know that. Okay. But when you do it in the afternoon, you're always like, <sighs> sorry, sorry, it's my nap time. <laughs> I've never said, said it's my nap time. Shut up. Shut up. So anyway, you don't know me. You don't know me. You, you like? can't fire me. You can't fire me. I don't fan. work on you. <laughs> I don't work for you. All right. So this is Pod Bros, a, a production, production of, of Sound Bros, Bros Productions. 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 <laughs> we just say productions. Um, uh, we appreciate you listening to our uh, frothy seepage show. Our seeping our frothy f- show. Our frothed humor. Our frothy humor? Our frothy humor, yes. Which is careful because then things get moist. Mm. Which will be the word the next time. Moist. <laughs> like a moist towelette? Uh, that, you know, I've met people that don't like the word moist. Mm. Like they can't handle it. Like it so makes it, it it's how do they How do they go to a restaurant and eat hot wings then? They get a towelette. Or a slightly damp towelette. No, but, towelette. They, but it says moist towelette. It says moist towelette, doesn't it? It does. Ah, this is moist. Anyway, you know what? Um, People who don't like the word moist probably don't like wings anyway. True. True. Which is sacrilegious, and you should check your life. Well, they probably Wait, they probably like kashi. Actually, I have a bunch of friends that are vegan. It's weird. Uh, you mean like veganism? Yes, veganism. The cult of veganism. <laughs> uh, They're so religious about it. Too. They are. They are well. Then again, so are people who work out. Not as much. Look as, at my muscles. Not as much as vegan. I though. do that, but I don't have any to look at. So not as much as vegan. I take though. a lot of selfies. I just don't ever po- post them. My favorite of all is, I tried vegan. It didn't really work. Oh well, you've got to change your mindset about it. Yes, you have you to mean truly. Convert. You have to convert, <laughs> convert, convert. And on that note. Um, I don't know if there was much learning to be done in today's show, but we were hoping you're learning because if you're not learning, you're dying, you're dying and, uh, stay alive, stay alive. Oh, wait, we're close enough. Merry Christmas. Oh yeah. Merry Christmas. What do you mean? We're close enough. We could have been saying Merry Christmas the the whole time. time. Well, let's say it again. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. Christmas. Happy Kwanzaa. Yes. That is the day after Christmas. Yule. Yule. (laughs) Yule. Happy Yule. Happy Yule. Jolly Yule. Jolly Yule. <laughs> Merry Solstice. Uh, have a superfluous, superfluous solstice. Actually, yeah, it's almost solstice. 
It is almost solstice. So, Merry Solstice, Happy Christmas, Merry New Year. Merry New Year! <laughs> uh, you ever say things and it just triggers your brain? Yep. We could go on like this for another, I we, don't know, 30 seconds. We could, at, at least. least. Um, so, once again, from <laughs> Fun Pod Pros. Uh, well, and if, we if forgot Happy Hanukkah. Oh, right. Happy Hanukkah to all of our Jewish friends. We love you very much. Light the menorah for me. Celebrate the Festival of Lights. The Festival of Lights. I like these festivals. We should celebrate Hanukkah. I just don't have the money for eight gifts at night for everybody. Yeah, but or there's twelve days total. of Christmas though. Yeah, I don't. There's only eight days of Hanukkah. I don't buy twelve gifts. You get two from me, maybe, possibly wow. three. It's impressive. I usually just give one person give a gift. Oh no, of a bunch of small items. I found gag gifts you know, this year. You know. I usually give someone a, a gift of about 50. I just realized that some of our family members actually listen to the show, so I can't say what I'm giving people for I usually Christmas. give people gifts of about 50 or 100 at a time. I'm, I'm lost. I'm not getting it. You know, a box with 50 or 100 little tiny gifts in them? I'm lost. What what is this? I know you're lost. This what, is what? this is why this is why the gifts I give are so perfect and I can just give them every year. <laughs> what are you Cuz Luke's like totally lost right now. He has no idea. He's totally forgotten what I've given him for the last 3 or 4 years. So Oh man, you give it to this to me like the last 3 years, man. I honestly have no idea. Sweet. I'm lost. Well. Anyway, I uh, I look forward to my uh, multiple cans of food. No, Isaac's the one who does that. Yeah. I give people random stuff. Yeah, and I miss it. I'm going to miss that because I like to claim the food afterwards and not put it back in mom and dad's pantry. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, from Pod Bros, if you're not learning, you're dying. You're dying. Stay, Stay alive, alive and Merry Christmas. <laughs> <laughs>